<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Hit it! played it and your, your expression on camera was just priceless absolutely priceless well, i do have a funny story but there you go introduce the show uh ladies and gentlemen thank you very much i appreciate that <laughs> ladies and gentlemen welcome to sons of slam my name is chris mindell along with the reaper mr joe black how are you sir i'm doing well actually i'm pretty good yeah. working shit you know getting down to the holiday season shit and work working for shit. them bonuses yeah well it's coming it's coming um it's coming so i know it's coming uh so rob bass uh-huh if anybody doesn't know because people just i i was one of those people up until about three years ago who was just like i love this song i have no idea what they're saying except okay. it takes two to make a thing go right, right. sure <laughs> like that, dear. And then it takes two to take it out of sight. There you go. Yes. So, anyone, you and I had the lovely privilege. We had the lovely privilege of going to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. And out of that, rest, I got a job rest in peace. working. Rest in peace to the branch that to we To the Westbury we branch. Graduated from, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had the opportunity to go intern at a radio station, and that radio station held concerts at the Penny Saver Amphitheater in, in Farmingville, Long Island, New York. 
What a what a dominant name for a amphitheater, the Penny Saver. <laughs> yep. I don't think I don't know if it's called that exactly anymore. Okay. But that's what I know it as, the uh-huh. Penny Saver Amphitheater. So one of the days, just randomly, it's like, who the hell is this guy Rob Bass playing? What? At time out. Let me get there. Oh, please get and there. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, now, mind you, I said that to myself, and I had to go this whole time thinking like what is he doing like i didn't want to ask anybody because i don't want to sound like an asshole mm-hmm. like i sound right now right, sure sure so the entire time and then as soon as somebody told me they, you, you never heard the song you know this and i go oh fuck mm-hmm. of course it is mm-hmm. i actually i actually did get to meet rob bass at that show <laughs> wait i'm sorry so, so he, this guy said who's rob bass I uh, or you said some someone said like uh you know the song they someone started singing the song mm-hmm. and I was like oh right fuck yeah thank god oh you said that oh my god I'm a little depressed right now yeah so I knew the song Jeez. I knew the song very well uh-huh. I just didn't know the lyrics to the song if I knew the <sighs> lyrics to the song uh-huh. don't you think I would have known who Rob Bass is he says it in the first sentence. He does. I'm Rob Bass, and I came to get down. Yeah. Not internationally known, but I'm known to rock or, a microphone. Or to Joe Black. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he had that. He had, um, hold on, let me see if I, if I can pull this up here, because he had he had two hits. He, he only had, like, really two hits. One of them was What We Just Heard, and the other was, uh, which I don't have, Joy and Pain. Couldn't tell you. Joy, pump it up, pump it up, and pain. And sunshine. Mm, okay, 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 okay. Joy. Vaguely. And burn. Vaguely. And sunshine. I do know. Kick it rubbish. I do know that first 16 by heart. Okay. The Rob Bass. That, that's something I'd pull out of karaoke if you get enough in me. So one drink? Is that what it- if you get a couple in. I said two, man. Jesus Christ. I'm not that much of a lightweight. <laughs> I'm a large human. I, I need elephant tranquilizers to get put down. Come on, joy, bump, bump, bump it up. Pain. Come on, come oh, on. Oh yes, I have heard this. Come on, come on. <laughs> what else? What else? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Joy. There we go. Yes, Rob. Love bass. the little DJ effects. Rob bass. So it's been a minute, man. <laughs> we haven't been at this game. I'm, it I'm, has. I'm surprised I know what the hell I'm doing here. So yeah, what uh, what are we talking about here? What's been going on for the last two weeks that we've missed? Really, nothing of significance <clears throat> in either other, other than uh, some more Wyatt stuff. Um, there was a there was a pseudo seeds. baby face turn. If that's what you want to be led pseudo ish that people are bitching and moaning about. Uh, yeah, um, people that, are bitching and moaning about that. Not that it's happening, but that it's. People don't want it to get rushed, and it feels okay. It feels a little rushed. I don't think it is being rushed because I don't okay. think this is true. Okay. So, all right. I feel like it. Leave it at that. Okay. All right. Just until feel, later. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that because it feels. I don't. Stay I'm, tuned. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, not the, I'm not hating on the turn. I'm. I'm kind of just a little disappointed as to when it's happening and. Like it's happening now, and he's about to. We'll get into that. Anywho, um, if you go into the fact that it's not happening, and this is all a farce, mm-hmm. you'll be okay. Hmm. 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 Okay. Hmm. Oh, you want to start with that? 
<laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. It's called a tease in the biz. I'm going to leave a yeah. tease there. In the biz. In the biz. Um, anything this, else? This is inside baseball talk. Sorry. Yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, speaking of baseball, uh, Phillies are two wins away from beating the Astros, and that's all I really care about. Because as, as, a, speaking Yan- of as a Yankee fan, what? first of all, very disappointed in our destruction at the hands of the Astros. I, uh, I'm still crying yeah. and weeping uh, from that. But uh, fuck the Mets, and let's go Phillies. That's all I got to say. Yes, absolutely. I had there, there's a there's a warm place in my heart for the city of Philadelphia. It, me too. The number one thing being of how much they also hate the Mets, right? <laughs> yeah. And cheesesteaks. Cheese I mean, obviously, no, they love cheesesteaks, but they hate the Mets, All right? And Philly comedy. I don't know. Not a lot of people know about that. Haven't, haven't comedians coming out of Philadelphia? Really? Prime. Oh, I mean, part like, like they're who? coming up. Like who? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, the shout out to the Philadelphia Phillies last night uh, because yes. I believe within the span of two innings, uh-huh. uh, I hit for Bryce Harper <clears throat> home run plus 420. Nice. Also hit for a Kyle Schwarber home run plus 340. So nice. I was watching that game last night with a couple extra hundred bucks in my pocket. Some intention. Not upset about it. Some intention. Yeah. Like most home runs in a, in a, like World Series or something like that, and uh, 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 Lance McCullers Jr. was tipping his pitches. <laughs> if, if uh, yeah, what was that? Yeah, it was, he was apparently tipping his pitches, and if you saw uh, Bryce Harper like call over, uh, I forgot the the uh, uh, Reese Hoskins. Reese Hoskins. 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 I don't know. Brought One me. of them is a lymphoma. The other one's the, <laughs> He's a baseball player. Name. He called him over to tell him like, watch out for this, and he he took his advice. So yeah, shout out to the Phillies. Two games away from. Oh boy, uh, did he? Yeah, yeah. Crack that sucker. Um, let's see what else. Uh, anything outside the ring? Um, I mean, I, I have a ton oh, this is another thing. Stuff. Yeah, please. I thought that uh, two things actually on on the Phillies topic. Mm. Uh, Thursday is going to be Game Five, I believe, of the World Series. Game tomorrow four. You sure? So the Phillies are up 2-1. Yes. Right. If so, they win tonight. Oh, tonight. Tonight. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Right. Tonight's game four. Tomorrow's, tomorrow's game, game five. five. I think, I'm sorry. I think Which means the yes. Philadelphia Phillies have the possibility. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm saying there is a possibility that the Philadelphia Phillies win the World Series on Thursday night. Yes. Do you know who's also playing a professional sport at the same time? And I thought at the same place because it, they just stupidly had the schedules m- mapped out that way. Um, I'm assuming the Eagles, no? The Philadelphia Eagles are taking on the Houston Texans. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go 8-0. and Is that the deal for, uh, for Philly? 8-0. But here's, so this is where my stupid brain gets into this. The city's going to explode is what you're saying. <laughs> I thought they were next door to each other um, because – because Citizens Bank Park and Soldier, or not? No, that's Chicago. Yeah. Whatever Philly's called, the Link Lincoln, <laughs> Lincoln Memorial. Uh-huh. Those are right across the street from each other. They are, yes. I equiv. I I, uh, I like that to Shea Stadium and right. uh, Arthur Ashe because I don't recognize City Field. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, as, the- as a Queens resident, I guess you have that right. Sure. I do have that right. Sure. Absolutely. I don't recognize that place. Okay. I don't know why, but sure. 
When I go watch a Met game, mm. I want to see giant neon lights of a catcher squatting down. <laughs> That's what I want to see. And the ramps just like crossing each other and going. Yes, yes. I want to walk up a spiral ramp that a car could fit on, but they have thousands upon thousands of Queens residents. Sure. Going up that mm. with no elevator in sight. None. <laughs> and an escalator maybe every third fucking floor. Whatever it is. Oh Shay. Yes. But I digress. Uh-huh. I thought they were <laughs> Point being, I thought Philly and Houston were taking on each other on both baseball and football right across the street from each other. But it didn't happen. They, uh, the Eagles and the Texans are playing in Houston, thankfully. But regardless, the place is going to be rocking. And if Philly wins the Super Bowl, you imagine if uh, the, the World Series? I mean, that would have been the first time ever, uh, obviously, if like two cities playing two different sports in the same exact city at the same exact day. That would have been pretty cool. I mean, has that ever happened before? Like this World Series? And, I would say and, uh, out of the four major sports, uh, uh, sports, four major sports, mm-hmm. the same time, same day. Yeah, I'm not the first. same place. Well, obviously not the same place, <laughs> but the same place would have been crazy. That would have been a very interesting sport to watch. Yeah, see, that'd be uh, nuts. Oh, the other mm-hmm. thing was, did you see that? Uh, I believe Penn State. Penn State? No, that's Pittsburgh. That's There's no way. The University of Penn, maybe? I think that's Philly. Mm-hmm. They have like a seismology department okay. or whatever, and Bryce Harper's home run registered on, on the Richter scale. Really... <laughs> like, legitimately, you they showed the chart, and it's just a bunch of blue waves. Mm. Then all of a sudden, this huge wave of red. Then a bunch of little tiny, tiny mm. blue waves. And then again, when Hoskins hit the home run, <laughs> a nice little another one of red, bro. That's Philadelphia crazy. is gonna get what? Like Philadelphia is probably one of the craziest places to have win a professional title because the play, it's gonna get raucous. It's just a weird. It's a weird story because they grease the poles so that no one gets on top. Yes, of them. good. People yeah. still get on top. They, of them. they learned that from the the Eagles win uh, a couple years ago, um, and that didn't work either because they did it then too. And that did not help. They were, yeah, they, they, they were still get on top of them. There were awnings that were crushed because people were standing on top of them. It was just it was a whole scene. Um, uh, but but the fact that this this team who fired their coach only a couple months ago, and they were like in the last place, uh, was about to win the World Series is is pretty remarkable. So, uh, and which coach might that have been? Uh, former Yankees manager, oh, Joe Girardi. Former Yankees manager who. The last series, the last World Series that the Yankees won, beat the Philadelphia Phillies. This is for sure. See, full circle. It's all, <laughs> it's all full circle. Um, full circle. Um, I don't have anything outside the ring except a couple of Bray Wyatt things. Okay. Uh, this one went back a couple of weeks ago, actually. Uh, at the end of SmackDown, uh, the there was those words that it was a couple weeks. Uh, SmackDown two weeks ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. The words that came up before it went to black were, come with me, your life is done. Forget the future, forget the past. Life is over, breathe your last. Mm. And that apparently is a quote from a book called Aberath, written in 2002 by Clive Barker. And Aberath is an archipelago where each island represents a different time, a different hour of the day. Not time zones, more like... um, more like vibes is the best way I can put it. Okay. So like one island will have a daytime vibe, which, you know, 
nice. Everybody's all upbeat and everything. The other one have like a more mid afternoon vibe where people are like winding down, getting ready for the night, all that stuff. Night, completely different one. Mm -hmm. And I think that is kind of a representation of the Bray Wyatt character going forward. Huh, okay. Because you see him with that first promo when he came back on SmackDown. And he was this all upbeat. He was nervous. I'm really nervous. I genuinely don't know if that was real or if he was playing that off. Mm. Part of me wants to say he was playing that off because, I mean, it was drastically similar to the one that we saw from Paige. Yes. It's the first thing that popped in my mind. And it was, that was like, what, the week before or two weeks before? Right. At, uh... At that time? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the whole Bray Wyatt thing is uh, ridiculous. It's I, I love every second of it. And I do want to take back a statement. I know I've said this before. Mm-hmm. I said I would have been doubling with WWE if we didn't see the, the Bray Wyatt character pop immediately after that first White Rabbit tease. I want to say, with from the bottom of my heart, I was wholeheartedly wrong. <laughs> okay? okay? I genuinely... I would be upset if he didn't wrestle until WrestleMania, but I could see it happening. Yeah, I can see them. You know what I mean? I can see them pushing this till WrestleMania. Sure. Yeah, like the first time you see Bray Wyatt get into a ring again is in WrestleMania. Like a live ring is in WrestleMania. Or I could see it also happening at, at Rumble, where he wins the whole damn thing and then goes to the main event, and he's the one. I can kind of see it happen. He's the one to take off uh, Reigns this weekend. The well, okay, sure. You want to follow me on this really quick, please? Go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns this weekend mm-hmm. for the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship of the world. I have Logan winning. Go on. I don't. Unfortunately, as much as I would love that, you know me, I'm a liar, big Logan Paul fan. Sure. As much as I would like, I think it. we're two of it's not happening. Two of only two. I think that's <laughs> fair to say because nobody likes him. Who? You and me. I think that's, that's the, only oh, okay. two, the only two people. Steven likes him. I know that. Three of three. I'll okay. put him on blast. Okay, sure. Uh, Steven watches the podcast. He knows. Mm-hmm. Um, Roman Reigns wins. Okay. Hard fought battle. It's going to be a, a, I had the term, what was it? An enhanced squash match. Mm. Right? Okay. He's going to put over Logan. Sure. And Logan's going to get cheers. Because Logan Paul only gets cheers when he's inside of a ring. Right. When he's outside of a ring, booed. But also, he's in a different country, so that might be, um, you know, since they, they they specifically asked for him, <laughs> they might actually cheer him. Yeah, let's be honest. Logan Paul never had the best of, uh, he doesn't have the best track record outside of the United States. Okay. But again, they, they loved him so much to uh, to bring him on. This they they specifically wanted this match. They wanted him in this match. It's, Do you it, think it's still the? This is, I mean, this doesn't come the, out of nowhere. It's the Prince, right? Yeah, this doesn't come out of nowhere. Like the, the, he's a no, huge I know fan. that. He, I know that. But do you think they're working together now, as opposed to the Prince just going, "I want this guy," and ooh, maybe we bring back Shawn Michaels, and they have you know Bros of Destruction versus DX. I would love that. I used to play with those guys <laughs> when I was kids, which ended up being one of the worst matches of all time. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a really big letdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Man, that was yeah, that. That was that. <laughs> that was absolutely yeah. that. Um, 
Could you either die a hero or see yourself or live long enough to see Shawn Michaels cut all of his hair? All his hair and just become bald. Just depressing. Yeah. Oh, God. Just become Dean Malenko. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the Hall of Fame career. Um, yeah, absolutely. Let, let's, but without the Parkinson's. Without the, wow. Wow. Sorry. Jeez. Right there. Huh? Sorry. Man, oh, man. What else you got? Uh, uh, nothing except for this most recent uh, Bray Wyatt thing, but we'll save that to later. The QR code with the... Uh, no, the Uncle Howdy. Of oh, Uncle all. Howdy, and who that might be, because there's, there's... And who that might be, and who that might be a reference to, is what I have. Okay. All right. Um, Bray Wyatt has an uncle, a real-life uncle. I don't know if anybody knows that. Bray Wyatt. Bray, uh, Wyndham Rotunda okay. has an uncle. <laughs> okay. And he looks like that? No, like kind Howdy. of. Okay. Uncle Howdy. Uh, so a couple uh, things outside the ring here. So WWE has secured a deal with MultiChoice, which broadcasts is, is Africa's largest network. Um, and uh, they are partnering with Showmax uh, in Africa. So they, they've secured that deal, just putting it out there. A uh, new dis- distribution deal, so they'll have all their pay-per-views out there uh let's see what else here uh strong feelings of so i can if let's say i go to a uh so if you travel uh, to egypt johannesburg south africa which is beautiful go ahead i would be able to watch a pay-per-view there i'm sorry premium live live event on showmax yes oh nice there you go wonderful uh strong feelings that won't ever happen (laughs) i recommend going down there It's, it's actually very beautiful uh triple h uh strong feelings that triple h will bring back evolution uh, the premium pay-per-view live event. Oh, whoa, what? What? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> I thought he meant, you know, evolution is a mystery. <laughs> that one. <laughs> no, let me on this one. Sorry. Uh, so according to, to Dana oh, Brooke, which by the way, uh, I know, rest in peace. Uh, the, first of all, the <laughs> we, we have to go into, the, yesterday they ce- celebrated uh, one year of uh, Mandy Rose on NXT being the NXT champion, who, by the way, <coughs> yes, I want you to do the sound, and then I want to ex- explain what, what I, go ahead, what I saw. Uh, so speaking of uh, I sent this to my friend Rob. Uh, she has her own, basically, which is now turned into her own OnlyFans, her own, her own OnlyFans on her own website. Yes. And she has an exclusive fan subscription website. She has now basically just gone from bikinis and thongs and underwear to skinny dipping on her her platform. And the video is absolutely amazing. Uh, if you get a chance to see it, uh, I will send it to you. Anyway, um, speaking of anniversaries. It may have come across a feed or two of mine. Say all that again because you stuttered. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I, heard, I heard that feedback. That was weird. Yeah. Uh, never mind. Okay, <laughs> it's probably better off. That was that was that was the good lord upstairs going. Hey, shut the fuck up. Okay, got it. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, speaking of which, um, did you know we still have a uh, a champion of the 24 seven uh, variety, and that said champion is Dana Brooke. Um, <laughs> Are you about to talk about her OnlyFans too? There should no. There, I will. Oh. I mean, not that I would wouldn't mind it, but the the fact that she's still twenty four seven champion, there's got to be an anniversary for her. I mean, what are we like six months in, and she's still the champ? According yeah, to gotta her, be the longest one. According to her, um, the competition will return in the near future 
She uh, she spoke to Steve Fall of NBC Sports Boston. Very positive about the subject. Um, she said, quote, women have always for the last decade or so been pushing the bar and really stepping up in those crown jewel pay-per-views as well. We've been making history. So I definitely feel as though it's something that we will see again in the near future. Brooke went on to say that Paul Triple H Levesque, uh, chief content officer, has always believed in women and had their back. He's always been promoting and pushing women. So apparently it's just according to her that she has the hope of having evolution. There's been also talks as far as um, uh, Ronda Rousey has said the same thing too, as far as getting the pay-per-view back. Um, I'm so sorry about that. I thought I hit the mute button. He did not. Um, speaking of Crown Jewel, uh, I ran Does he not want to bring back evolution? Like the actual evolution? The actual evolution. I mean... That'd be nice. Uh, at first, I thought you were talking about legacy. That's what I meant to say. I can't see Rick Ric Flair doing this again. No, no, do I oh, think. evolution? No, absolutely not. No, do I think I want to see Ric Flair. Unless you, unless you I put, think I w- unless you put Charlotte, you replace him with Charlotte, and then have like this like conglomerate of. Uh, what if we get a female evolution? Newbies. You, All right, let's really quick. You have that, don't you? In uh, in uh, what damage control? No. Okay. Kind of though. <laughs> well, ooh. What if you add Charlotte to damage control? They drop the whole damage control gimmick and they start throwing this up. Uh, the four, okay. The four? Hmm. We get four no. horsewomen, no. but it's not. <laughs> the hell's, the hell's uh, Eel Sky doing in, in uh, four horsewomen? I don't know. What was Chris Benoit doing in the four horsemen? I don't know. Yeah, like know. sometimes they're just shit ideas. <laughs> This is very true. Women's evolution, though, that's a, that's an interesting thing. If you have Charlotte as the the elder statesman of mm. of the group, mm-hmm. you would have to have someone who's completely oh Rhea, mm. Charlotte, Rhea, mm-hmm. and then a, uh, an up and coming tag team, uh, Nikita Lines and uh, and Starks. Boom, done, done. Signed, sealed, delivered. I'm in. By the way, she, uh, Nikita Lyons in in uh, full cosplay of She Hulk looked insane. I couldn't get past all of the green. <laughs> it's a lot of green. <laughs> it's a lot of green. The shading was actually pretty cool too. I, I like the the cartoon uh, comic book aspect of it. But yes, uh, she's just something. What's else. going on with Halloween in the past ten years? Why is everyone getting fucking hundred thousand dollars worth of makeup put on them for one day? <laughs> Did you see Heidi Klum? Like she's famous for ha- Heidi Klum went as a fucking worm, worm as a worm. <laughs> what are we doing? What's going on? Hell are we My doing? dad had a fucking Fred Flintstone mask for 15 years. <laughs> and it cut your and face. It scared me for the first five. <laughs> it was this one with the, the rubber band on the back, and it's like the sharp plastic edges, and it cut your face. And they're bringing those back, by the way. They're <laughs> looking like the, uh, 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 what's that movie? The Purge. <laughs> there say, you go. Thank you very much. Um, by the way, The Purge. It's going to be the next episode of uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia after the fucking Phillies win the... Uh... <laughs> oh, man. I love that show. Uh, Great go- show. Back to Crown Jewel. Um, I- Iran issues warning of imminent attack to Saudi Arabia ahead of WWE Crown Jewel. So this should be interesting. And for everybody that is traveling overseas to partake in said events in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, um, watch out. Notable absences from that event. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Probably the most popular. I don't know anybody else. Most popular wrestler in all of WWE right now. Honestly, yeah. Which is why oh, we'll get to my next story after. <laughs> I guess we'll segue into that. Um, but yeah, so uh, Crown Jewel taking place this Saturday, as we'll talk about the, the card that's coming up. Um, 
The United States, Saudi Arabia, and several other neighboring states have raised the level of alert for their military forces as a result of this warning. A National Security Council spokesperson addressed the warning of imminent attack. They said, quote, What color are we? We are concerned of the threat picture about the threat picture and we remain in constant contact through military and intelligence channels with the saudis we will not hesitate to act in the defense of our interests and partners in the region unquote this relates to professional wrestling because wwe superstars and staff will be over there nothing has changed regarding the show's plans for the wwe to be there what is our threat level color does it say it does not say then i'm not worried it says Saudi Arabia has shared intelligence with the U.S. This is according to Wall Street Journal, with the U.S. warning of an imminent attack from Iran on targets in the kingdom. Man, oh man! And then <laughs> in the same article, they show that from the Wall Street Journal, and then WWE.com. The new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions will defend against damage control this Saturday. All in the same article. They're still fighting this Saturday. In the ring. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that match is taking place this Saturday, also. Yeah, they're, they're fast tracking that match. But hang on a sec, time out. Yeah, what's the match for the women's tag team championships this Saturday? Alexa Bliss. Uh huh. And Oscar. And Oscar taking on. Thank you. Oh shit! Taking on Io Sky and Dakota Kai. Okay, so we just had that match on Monday, did we not? And why are we doing? Why did we have? Did we have that match Monday because they didn't want to crown new champions in Saudi Arabia? This does not add up to me at all. It's kind of quick. No, this is the first time I go. What are you doing, Hunter? No, why is that? Because I don't understand. Like I don't. This is something I don't understand, and it's not for the better. Okay. Some things that, that, that Triple H has done over the past couple months, I've been like, I wouldn't have thought about that. But, yeah, that's definitely the better way to go. As far, With this, I'm like, as far as why the, are we doing this wait, as far as the twice match, in a week? In a week. Got it. Okay. All right. So the, I, I, As far as the match and the whole fucking thing in general, anything the Raw women's division is not the greatest right now. It's not. SmackDown is being held up by Rhea Ripley, and she's technically in the men's division. <laughs> this is true. I think like the, her storyline does not involve any other women. The women's yet. the women's division right now is kind of stale. Um as far as the storylines that are going on. Not not saying the talent. The talent is, is amazing. Um by the way, uh on a sidebar for this promotion for this uh this match with these four women, all four are dressed in the Saudi garb with the the leather <laughs> like they even in this picture, they couldn't even have them like in their regular clothes, they have to put them in their covered-up garb. Just like, I understand so bass the rule about it. Do you understand it? Like, I, I, <laughs> I do understand it. Why? why do you, okay, well, that's another topic for another day. I'll t- uh, listen. This is why because they that they're, they're if so, that's the rule, they're so okay. ass backwards back over there. It's disgusting. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. A hundred percent. I'm not disagreeing with that mm-hmm. at all. Okay. If the rule is you can't show any of your skin below your neck. Mm-hmm or whatever they have for the wrestlers, mm-hmm. you still wear... These are some of the most beautiful... Relatively speaking, I'm a huge wrestling mark, so sure. obviously I'm going to say this. They are. These are some of the most beautiful women in the world. Yeah, I would say that. Right? Mm-hmm. And they're going to wear skin-tight leather outfits? I bet it. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, again, I'm not disagreeing. Okay. okay, fine, fair enough. But where does the sense come into that? I know, I know. <laughs> it makes zero sense. Okay, I I, I can see that. Like when 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 uh, right, when, Bailey can't wear her normal thing, but you can still see her incredible wagon. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I, I okay. I, I I apologize to you. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? It 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 yeah. it doesn't add up. I, I hear. You. I, I I get what you're saying. Uh, you get to see the wagon. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to. I just needed to work the word wagon in there. <laughs> I appreciate you doing that. All right, so there's yeah, there's that, and we get to, we do get to see Rhea versus uh, um, wow, your words can't. I don't know any men who are first reversing Rhea Ripley, not Rhea Ripley, um, Bailey. Oh, um, Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair. Good God, jeez, damn, dude, it's 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 been a long morning. Um, so there's that. Watch everybody, just watch out for Iran. This is just absolutely insane. The world we live in. Um, speaking, I think people have been saying that for the past like what thirty years I now. Mean, it's, it's I mean forty years at this 40, point. Yeah, this shit stems back all the way to eighty four, to the eighties. Yeah, it was very good. Um, yeah. Speaking of Rhea Ripley, hey guys, just watch out for Iran. Yeah, just yeah, <laughs> blanket statement. Watch out for Iran. Um, <laughs> Rhea Ripley. Speaking of which, clap past, present, and future. Just watch yes, out. For them, yes, right? always. Um, Rhea Ripley uh, claps back at a filthy fan uh, and his request during a WWE live event. Um, so Rhea Ripley competed in a six-person tag match on WWE uh, in Mexico, October 30th, against AJ Styles, Raquel Rodriguez, and Rey Mysterio. I wish I saw that. That sounds like a good match. Along with her Judgment Day teammates, uh, Damian Priest and Finn Balor. A video of an exchange between Ripley and a ringside fan surfaced on social media. Ripley can be heard calling the spectator, quote, a dirty, dirty little boy. After telling Dominic Mysterio that the fan wanted to spit in his face, wanted her to spit in his face. I believe thoughts. He is a YouTuber and an independent wrestler. The caption of the video, which is an interesting. The caption of the video, uh, when translated from Spanish, said Rhea, Rhea didn't want to spit on our little faces. <laughs> unquote, oh, unquote. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, listen. Time and place. I mean, that was the time and place. Where, where else are you going to see her? Uh, hope that you could maybe one day, you know, find a way to date her and then ask her then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. What do you want me to say? I have a Yes, plan. I agree with his statement. No, I wouldn't have done it in the same fucking way. Let me tell my friends, listen, I have one shot at this. We're going to go see her and she's coming to Mexico. I'm gonna he just goes, I have one shot, one opportunity. One opportunity. He's everything I ever wanted <laughs> in this moment. Now, will I capture it or, or let will it, I let it or slip? Let it slip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't ruin this for me, guys. Seriously, don't ruin this for me. I'm going to ask her to spin my face and see what happens. Yes. Yeah. And she's going to do it because she's, she seems that filthy. I mean, she would, I'm sure she would do it to someone that she's with, but not some. Oh, imagine if Buddy was there. Oh, man. You got the teeth knocked out of him. Notable absence from uh, speaking of Buddy. Hmm. Oh, there you go, House of Black. Oh, House of Black. Out of my House of Black mug. Speaking I would listen. Speaking of awful books, I would like to take over the helm of the House of Black. I think now it's done. I think it's time for its rightful uh, proprietor, proprietor, its namesake, for for lack of a better term, mm -hmm. uh, the Reaper, Mister Joe Black, to take over. to officially become the head of 
the House of Black. Who, I mean, who better? Right? Who better? Who better? Who better? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. What a. We're, right, let's. You know what? Let's get into that that whole topic. Speaking of awful, 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 incredibly awful bookings. Um. That whole thing at House of Black, just the entire. I it, they they did nothing with that. It was such a great idea, an amazing idea that came from the i the mind of one Alistair Black, one Malachi Black, and they did nothing with it. They shit on it, and now you have three three wrestlers who are still in AEW who are just floundering because and and who are really good. I can't really speak for Julie Hart, but the other two um are really good and they're doing nothing with them. It's a shame. The peak. The peak of the House of Black was when they walked, when they ran right past us at, at the UBS arena. Yes, that was the peak. That was the peak. <laughs> that was the peak. They came in, they just popped up in the ring, yep. right? Yep. Lights went out again, they just fucking left. Left, and you see them Still running. ran right past us again. Yep. I see you. It's not that dark. Yeah. Um, speaking of... I mean, it was really dark, but it's It not. was dark, but I, it's I, I didn't super see dark. them. I heard them. Only on TV is it like they black out. Like in, in the arena, it's... I mean, obviously, there's still lights. <laughs> the lights go out, but you still see like the, the glow of like the concession area still coming in. Yeah, and when you're the last row right before the pyro where all these guys are coming out, you can kind of hear all their fucking metals clink, yeah, yeah, clink, 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 clink while they're running by you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> on, the, uh, on the metal uh, stage. Um... Yeah, so AEW being dragged for nonsensical. I mean, of course you can tell who's or figure out who's dragging AEW. Uh, Brian Danielson's nonsensical booking, and of course this is, and I, I tend to agree with him. Uh, Jim Cornette, <laughs> so Jim Cornette, on his pod uh, said, "Quote: So now the baby faces are fighting amongst themselves, and if it means that Danielson will eventually turn out of this, then great." I don't care how it happens, but I don't have any confidence that that is what they are setting up. I think the babyfaces are just arguing because Tony thinks it might be swell. What do we deter- what do we determine now? Is it six or seven hundred thousand that the love uh, that love the whole elite thing, the whole Harpo Cornet nickname reference to Harpo Marx and for Kenny Omega thing, and love all the play wrestlers. They're all going to love Yuta because he's been embraced by all the favorites. And everyone that wants to watch a major league wrestling program on national television is sitting there wondering what the fuck is this. I semi-agree with that last part. Mm. I am watching it. I don't say what the fuck is this. But I do agree it has not seemed like a major league it hasn't. Uh, it, it seems like a televised, a very, very well produced televised independent wrestling program. Yeah, as opposed to being a. But it's, uh, it's always felt like that, though. It has, but I guess with Triple H, I've just seen the difference between what. You, Honestly, I I've said that there's no difference. But there kind of is a difference between pro wrestling and sports entertainment, mm. right? With with the WWE, that is full blown sports entertainment. But they've made it sports entertainment because that's where it comes from. But you can tell, isn't there more of? <clears throat> and don't get me wrong, I love 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 AEW. 
isn't there more of an entertainment value in, I mean, it's in the word, but when you think about it, isn't there more of an entertainment value in sports entertainment than just watching match after match after match? Like, don't you want yes. this? Don't you want, I mean, the whole point of it, like we're talking about Bray Wyatt from, for weeks now because of sports entertainment. You wouldn't, would you get that in AEW? No, you'd get like the debut here. They pop out. There's nothing like this person's coming. This person's coming. I mean, if you can think back, I'm sure there has been. But when was the last time you saw like something happen and you're like, what the what the hell was that? And then we move on to the next segment. And then it's happened week after week after week. Not too many times. The best way that I think I can put it and let me know if you agree with this or not. I love that 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 lead up to something, whether it be Bray Wyatt or anybody else. Chris Jericho. I mean, when Y2J that lead up to said wrestler and then the the program and then the storyline leading up to the match is the most entertaining, not most, it's 50% of the entertainment, at least for me, it's actually like 65, 70% of the entertainment up to the match is that whole lead up. And then the match is, you either make or break yourself with that that match. But it just seems like AEW doesn't do that. They just do match, 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 match. Yes. <clears throat> this is <clears throat> this is what I can equate it to. And I want to know your thoughts on it. I think a, a WWE is trying to keep with their storytelling with the way they push their product the way they know what their product is and they they get it out to the masses wwe is trying to keep the fans in long term like that he's he's they're trying to have wwe fans hooked for the next three or four years mm. with their storytelling and the matches complement the storytelling with aew Mm. tony khan is trying to keep viewers interested until next week like he's going week by week as far as their interest levels in 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 my book Mm -hmm. like storytelling wise it's like this is what's going to happen next week with w with with aew with wwe it's like we're trying to figure out we don't know what's going to happen in three weeks but we're trying to we're trying to piece it together in our head because that's what they're leading us to right you know what i mean they're they're, they both are doing long-term storytelling but tony khan and aew is trying to have viewer retention last week by week Mm -hmm. when wwe is playing on a year-by-year basis now Right, which does which that, is the difference between big time and double A, triple A, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Trip, I'll give it triple A. Triple A. I I I wholeheartedly agree. I agree a hundred percent. I mean, it's it, right now the only thing that's long term, which <laughs> technically should not be, and and that's thanks to CM Punk. But the only thing that's long term right now has has been the story the storytelling of MJF getting to his end goal, which is this belt. As of right now, that's really what they're setting up for. Everything else, I mean, when they when he when he won the chip, everything else in AEW has kind of been we're going to set I mean, up. The this acclaimed week. has been there too, kind of. Up until they won the belt, like it was all about how are the okay. acclaimed ever going to win the titles? Right, right, right. Okay, all right, but but that's okay. The point being is that you have one or two, as you said, there's one or two things that will will stand out. Most of it is week to week. Um, yes. Whereas, whereas in WWE, it is weeks <laughs> leading up to. I'm not saying every single story is just one week 
you know, it's just for one show. Right. I'm saying that like the 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 viewer being glued to the TV. Yes. Right. As far as no figuring out what's going to go on. Right. Yep. I I I I agree. It's just WWE has a way now, especially with Triple H. They they've always had a way of having the weeks uh, lead up to whatever match you're having, but within those weeks of leading up to the big premium live event, have the matches every week for Raw and SmackDown, and you can interchange and throw in these matches here and there, which will ultimately com- come together to complete this, the end goal of the match that's going to be the big one at whatever premium live event we're talking about. It seems that AEW doesn't seem to do that other than for their main picture stuff. Like, they'll throw in Jade Cargill in a match seemingly out of nowhere, which makes absolutely no sense. She'll have her versus Anna Jay, which at the last last one, which, why? What, what, what was the point of having that? There wasn't. It was just to put two women together to just have a match. And then, you know, yeah. still have Jade win anyway. So Had Brody still been around? I think Anna takes it off her. I'm sorry, what now? Had Brody still been around? Sorry, I heard what you said. I just, I was, I was focusing on the offer part. I think that, oh, her off. Take her better. Take it off. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where you were going with that. <laughs> I, I just love her. Uh, but yeah, I think had Brody been around, uh, Anna Jay would have, would have taken the strap off her. Mm. I think, I think there still is that element of politicking backstage in AEW. You have to like, you have to really know how to how to push it, and I think Brody Lee could have done that with 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 Anna J. I I guess we'll never know. Rest in peace. Damn it. Yep. The yeah. world may never know. We'll never know. Um. Bah, 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 bah. Speaking of criticizing of booking, uh, WWE criticized for damage controls poor booking, and I agreed. <laughs> what What else could you possibly do? with the women's tag team division. Like right now you had you had Rodriguez and Aaliyah as your your champs prior to damage control having it. And then what but you're criticizing them for having these these matches, but what what were they supposed to do? They had matches, they had women fight against them, they won. That was like what it just seems like it's it's overall just weak. But I'm trying to counteract the, the the criticism by saying what were they supposed to do just like when you have you know, when, when, pe- when people criticize uh, sports teams and like oh my god they have an easy schedule well, that, that was the schedule they were given like you know unless Triple H reconfigures this whole thing what else were damage control supposed to do against the people they were supposed to fight they they have two women they have two other women you know I, 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 guess, I guess my point being is that I, I understand why there's criticism because it really it didn't feel like it was like a big thing, even though they were on every single week on every single show. It was SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown. They were just on every single one. Kudos to them for making the trips. But it seemed like a big thing at the beginning, but it it hasn't seemed like a big thing. Big thing, that, right? Right. But, but then, okay, then whose fault is that? Is that Bailey's fault? Is that Triple H's fault for not promoting Dakota Kai and Io Sky the way they should? Is it is it really Bailey's fault because she was the one that's on the forefront and didn't really give them enough? Mike time to speak their their mind. Eo Sky doesn't really speak English, so there's that that part. Dakota Kai is not on the mic enough, even though she's really good on the mic. Uh, is, is it's that it? involuntarily Bianca's fault because of the way they want to push Bianca? Mm-hmm. They weren't. Bailey should have taken 
the title off her at the ladder match. Say what you want. Bianca has been an excellent champion, but I still think Bianca's uh, better suited in the chase role. But that's always what it, uh, the, the face, right? Yeah. Right. That's why. And you now you what? You missed the opportunity to have Bailey and all of damage control hold all the gold on Raw? Well, I guess what? You might... Or are we getting... Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> are we getting that on Saturday? I think we're getting it on Saturday. That that might have been. If that's the case, I take back everything I said. <laughs> <laughs> but then, okay, I, right. But then we go back to what you said earlier, as far as like why are we doing this in the same week. Like if if the whole point was to just take the belts off, so Alexa Bliss and 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 uh, uh, Asuka had the belts for five days, six days. What is the point of that? To just give them the back swerve. The, belts? the swerve of it is that you wouldn't. Um, so this is this is what I think. If you have, if you don't have damage control versus Alexa and Asuka on Monday, mm-hmm. and you just have that on Saturday, but you still have damage control win, it doesn't mean as much. It doesn't mean as much to that title defense because they have already defeated them. Right. 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 Now they're at the point where Bailey has lost twice. To Bianca, I believe mm-hmm. she has all, and now also the rest of Damage Control just lost their titles. So now going in, now the odds are stacked against them. Mm-hmm. Champions' advantage is still champions' advantage. Although, what is the? Is there a stipulation in Bailey and? Oh yeah, that's a last woman standing. They ain't no, yep. they ain't no advantage in that. No. Oh, what happens first? I don't know. Which match goes first? The tag match or the title match? I think the the tag. I think I would would assume the tag if... um, This was a point I wanted to make earlier before I lost that train of thought, but I I just caught it back. Can you name... I can name two off the top of my head. Without thinking about it, I can name two. Can you name any women's tag team? In the past ten years, any women? I can name three now that I think about it. Women's tag team in the past ten. ten let's say, yeah, ten, fifteen years. Like set one or one that they're just like pieced together. Set ones, ones where you go, oh, that's a tag team. Um. The Bellas ones. All right. That was not one on my list. <laughs> but I did just remember that. <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah. That's the point, though. You right. can't. Right. So what is the point? I understand how much we wanted these women's tag team championships. Right. But you should have at least tried to do it at a time where there were women's tag teams. Right. At one point, you did have the Bella Twins. Mm-hmm. Lay cool, right? And possibly, like those two were definitely around at the same time. You may have also possibly had the iconics in there. No, not with with the Bellas, maybe. Okay, the iconics, right? Yeah, <laughs> shit. Okay, and Bailey and Sasha, hmm, right? 
your first women's and Bailey and match. Sasha is only a, a viable tag team because of the backstory of their friendship that we all know. Right. Other than that, you can't really name any. So that raises the question: What is the point of these tag team championships? To say that they have tag team champions championships. I guess. I, I mean, that's not a that's not a, a a really good reason why. But I mean, what else? You, what other reason can you give? It sucks. <laughs> it's it sucks that we have we have really good talent. That, I mean, so like for instance, hypothetically, if you put together like Rhea Ripley and Raquel Rodriguez in a tag team mm-hmm. and, and they won the belts. Who in the hell do you have in that roster that's going to take that off? Like, it's just not realistic. <laughs> even, even uh, Nikita even... Lyons and Zoe Stark. Okay, well, there you go. Then you have to bring somebody up. Yeah. That is realistic, though, in my in my head. But, I mean, that's... I can see them taking the titles off of them. But that's what you have not to right do. Not right away, but, you know, right, right. eventually. Right, but that's what you have to do. I mean, you have to... That's why they don't put people like that together. That's why you see Rodriguez and Aaliyah together, because you want to have somebody that can get pinned... And not feel like Rodriguez is getting squashed. Like you have you have a squash partner in Leah, which is why you haven't seen her in forever now. Um, it's yeah. it just it doesn't make sense. Um, but they don't have any. This is what this is refers back to my point with damage control. What were you supposed to do? Like, there's nobody else. You're putting. You were a, supposed to have them run roughshod, which they like. They were supposed to be unbeatable for a long. Which they were at first, but they were supposed to continue this. They should have still been. Hence why I think like Bailey should be the champion. That's why I, I understand why you're doing it now. Right. Now that I've you know thought it out more in my head, but that's why Saturday is probably going to happen. I think Saturday is going to happen. I think they're just it should. And if it doesn't, you lost me on that. Yeah, I have no the idea. Whole, the whole point of day, yeah, the whole point of damage control is is kind of lost. I mean, you, unless it's to bring back Sasha and Naomi, hmm. Dakota and Io turn. God, they need them back. Like bring back Sasha and, and they need the know. two of them back. Like now, Triple H, let's go. Like you need to save this division. It really, it really is. Uh, you know what I really want to see with it's, Naomi? It's floundering. Yes, I want to see her in the bloodline. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I do want to see her in the bloodline. I kind of want to see that. That would be a quite a sight. By the way, Cherie Georgina Crowley, otherwise known as Dakota Kai. Um, I didn't know that was a real name. Look at that. The more you know. Uh, Alexis Cabrera. Alexa Bliss. What's the first thing that you think of when you think of Crowley? Very odd thing. A, so- a song. Uh, yeah. What song? Ozzy. Mr. Oh, yeah. Crowley. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that song oh, is based cool. off of, I believe, Alistair Crowley. Dakota Kai. Oh, okay. Who is an old cultist. Right. Mm-hmm. And allegedly a proprietor of the dark, uh, dark arts. Yeah. Most notably, his home was in the United Kingdom somewhere. Do you know where that home was? No. It is right on the lake known as Loch Ness. Ah, okay. So there's a conspiracy theory for you. <laughs> It's all kinds of conspiracy around there. Um, Alistair Crowley created a portal to a different dimension where the Loch Ness monster popped out of, okay. and only him. Okay. And he's been living in that lake for the past God knows how many years. <laughs> okay. 
How's this Loch Ness monster still not not dead? Like it's it's been many many years. It's, it's still, from another universe, dude. So it's eternal. Like it's immortal. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God, you say. Well, there are turtles that are like a million years old. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. There are parts of the ocean we have never seen. You don't think there are prehistoric beings in that fucking place? I'm sure. Have you ever seen Journey to the Center of the Universe, the Center of the Earth? Yeah, I know. It's a documentary. I know. Yeah, with 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 the Rock. <laughs> you're telling uh, with, with Brendan Fraser and then the Rock. You're, t- <laughs> you're telling me the guy that played Black Adam is also going to the center of the Earth. That's amazing. By the way, just amazing. Yes. Have you seen it? I'm probably going to see it this weekend. Oof. It, uh, oh, that didn't seem like a good oof. No, it was. Damn, I lost that. Go ahead. Say it again. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Okay. I enjoyed it. I do want to say this, though. I have been sorely duped from DC movies in the past. Sure. That I go into all DC movies with zero expectations. And with that, you go, all right, I'm impressed. That's what it is. If you expect nothing, they deliver. That's as such as life. If you expect the world, like I did with Batman Superman, I go, oh, yeah, yeah. that was really, yeah, they they really, they really, oh my God. Martha, why'd you say that? (laughs) We have a bond now because both our mom's names are Martha. What what lazy writing too, by the way, who who thought about that in the, in the forties and fifties? Like, let me, let me name both their biggest names. uh, Their mother's Martha. Um, I would have said D and D the guys that did the freaking game of Thrones season eight. (laughs) That's what I would have said. Man. That's how dog shit that was. Uh, let's see here. Speaking of, again, anniversaries and celebrating shit, um, we are celebrating apparently the 10-year anniversary of The Shield. And uh, guess who's not in WWE to celebrate said Shield? Your AEW. See, I don't, I don't agree with this. AEW champion, uh, John Moxley at the time, uh-huh. Dean Ambrose. Um. See, WWE seems to have snubbed John Moxley from the 10th they didn't. anniversary of the Shield. The Shield, uh, see, celebrating 10 years, blah, 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 blah. WWE celebrated. I'm trying to get to the meat of this, this story. They, they, have Coach you are, seen the Instagram videos? Uh, I have not yet. They, he's in them. Okay, well, you can't completely scrub them. But you see all the, all the fist. You see his face. They're scrubbing. They're scrubbing in, in tails, not face. The WWE.com posts snub Dean Ambrose, only mentioning him in passing as Reigns and Rollins's stablemate. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of shitty. Uh, what? Uh, whoa! <laughs> what I said. This 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 broadcast today, by the way, it's I I apologize in advance. It's going to be cut up because we're going to have to edit all these. <laughs> All I get this from you, ridiculous. all I get from you from time to time is da, 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 da. so. Yeah, you know what? I'm leaving it all in. This this is what we deal with. This is Sons of Slam. I, I'm I'm gonna just have you repeat shit because I could I could go back in and say, listen, at this point, I could just scrub this part. But I like the ba 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 from you. So you know what? It's coming. What were you saying? I'm sorry. Okay. I forgot. Okay. So uh, they debuted November 18th of 2012, which is coming up in a couple weeks. Um, so Roman Reigns, the head of the table, Seth freaking Rollins, and the other guy. Congratulations to the Shield. 
the other guy who is actually the world champion in a company where I love in a in the AAA division of uh, wrestling. Yeah, of American professional wrestling. American professional sports entertainment person. So it's, yeah, I, I don't agree with that either. I think they should just say his damn name. I mean, he he existed. I don't know why we're we're playing this game of uh, un- unless uh, unless Triple H is that just that spiteful and he got he got you know scrubbed so bad by by Dean by John that uh, Triple H is like you know what fuck you. <laughs> I don't know if he's that spiteful. I did hear reports about them setting up travel and all that stuff for Billy Gunn to attend the DX reunion. Hmm. Like I heard that WWE was actively trying to, but the only way was apparently to get a mention of AEW, which is, I guess triple H was like, uh, why you think it was triple H alone that said that? Or do you think it was like a collective where they go, I mean, we could, and everyone else was like, no, why would we do that? I think they should. I don't think they should have mentioned AEW, but because we're not not cross promoting here, because they wouldn't do it for WWE. Although unless MJF was in the ring, they don't need to do it for WWE, right? But you still don't mention. There's still not no mention of WWE in AEW on a regular basis. Just like WWE is not going to promote uh, the, the competing company. You could have made mention there has- of, just like Corey Graves did. Like you could have said like, oh, yeah, I hear you're you know, working at Staples now or some shit. Like you, you could have like made some funny cross thing and not mention AEW. we know where we're not stupid we know where he's from we know where he is but he still has a legacy in the attitude era of um, part of one of the greatest factions of in wrestling history so you know they could have worked that out I, I just feel like we're just being too petty i mean he did say that piss ant company you work for so he did reference it already reference technically well, there you go so you could have said that while he so was- why can't we just do it now can you just say piss ant company again oh or was triple h so afraid that the crowd would have gone into Scissor Me Daddy chance, and then that would have just taken over the entire DX segment. I mean, I tell you what, I, I would have, I would have, I would have, been I would have gone to the person like it was, like it was the yep. the middle of church. I would have been like the middle of church. Sis, scissor me to you, and also with and you, also with you. <laughs> lift up your hearts and your scissors. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> we lift our office supplies up to the Lord. Here's my scissor. Oh, here's my scissor right here. Actually, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. As I stop. Oh, 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 oh. No, I just have I just have a dope ass knife that uh, my stepdad got me from Toledo, Spain. We are scissoring. There we go. Why are you holding that like Brutus Beefcake? Because that's how I he went from the eighties. That's how he, he taught me how to cut things. That's how the only way <laughs> the only way I cut things is how Brutus the Barber Beefcake would would cut his opponents up. Um. So yeah. So there's <laughs> lack of Dean Ambrose uh, mention. <laughs> the teammate. Um, the stable mate. Uh, let's see what else here. I, I'm all kinds of outside the ring here. This is my last one. Uh, we had talked about Sami Zayn and his absence from this Saturday. Uh, they had paused the entire storyline of Kevin Owens, hence why you don't see him. He was on a uh, the recent uh, Mexico um, house show, but you haven't seen him. Why? Because Sami Zayn has basically inadvertently put him in a in a corner. <laughs> and uh, has just become again the most popular thing in all WWE with this bloodline. It was apparently supposed to be a several week thing, which is now turning into what's going to probably be a several month thing with this bloodline. And that's the reason why you haven't seen Kevin Owens because they had to put a pause on it. He, he was he was going to basically be the 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 protection for Sami Zayn, and and after you know Zayn would get kicked out, the two of them would basically conquer and take over the belts and become new tag team champions. But 
we're here now because of one hysterically funny Sami Zayn. We're here now because of one word. Let's be honest. Well, before you said say, before you say said word, I do have that segment for SmackDown. I and I cut it up so it's for time. But I will say that I've watched that SmackDown segment. No, no exaggeration, and I'm that much of a loser. Probably 15 different times, and I loved it every every single time. And I've watched it this weekend. Had some shitty things happen. Watched it just to pick myself up, and it worked. So I want to play this. It's, it's probably one of the best promos I I can remember in the last like five years, uh, just because it, it, nobody could keep a straight face after what Sammy it's said. It's a Saturday Night Live worthy character break. It, it really is, they, all, and, and all parties involved. They, they didn't show uh, Solo, but everybody Good, else because it, it, I I'm assuming he cracked, and for his character's purpose, I'm glad they well, didn't show him at all so, because you can't see him crack. Funny enough, he he was on the bump. A couple weeks ago with Sami Zayn on the big screen and he was in the studio and he Sami Zayn said something and solo cracked so they love him man they, it's it's funny how they they have this whole thing where they just absolutely hate him just as a work but they it, it, they love him to death so it started out as a rib on the internet yeah <laughs> it did that's right and now that's it, the greatest thing about this and now it's led to this so here is the segment um <laughs> from Smackdown this past Friday we usually have a little order to things here, but we're gonna switch it up tonight. You've acknowledged me. Now it's time for me to acknowledge this elephant in the room. Don't know what it is, but you just can't seem to stand me. And I don't understand it. Everybody, Jimmy seems fine. Solo seems fine. Everybody seems fine, just you. And I don't know what I did to offend you. I really don't, but whatever it is, I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. I just don't want this to keep going on like this anymore. Oh. I don't like your hair. I don't like your face. I don't like that shirt you wear. Hey, hey. I don't like him being around my family every single week. My dog this, my dog that. Hey, how you think you part of the bloodline and you ain't blood? Hey, 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 news flash for you, Sammy. You never will be, Oof. You don't belong here. Why, why are you yelling at me, huh? Why are you yelling at me? I'm trying to make peace. The tribal chief said he wants peace. Man, I don't give a damn what the tribal chief said. Look, what Jay just said was super, super messed up, but he, did, he didn't mean that. He didn't mean that, right? You didn't mean that. He didn't mean that, Roman, seriously. He did not mean that, okay? Look, Jay's been going through a lot. He's gone through a lot. He's just not himself right now. That's it, okay? He's just not, lately he just hasn't been very oozy. Is that what's going on here? That, that's the problem, Jay. It's because you're not feeling. It, it, it's because you're not feeling Usi? Usi? I'm going to end it there. That was absolutely insane. Um, in the crowd, first of all, when he said Usi, the Roman Reigns is pausing. You see Jay just 
look at him, look at Sammy, and just say, what? <laughs> they both looked at him. It, it took a good minute. You see Paul Heyman in the background just watching this whole thing. Jimmy is cracking up in the background. It was one of the best segments I've seen in a very long time. And and Roman, to his credit, went into that skid. <laughs> so you're not feeling very oozy? Uh, and then the signs at on Monday Night Raw with uh, I, he's not feeling oozy. It was just amazing. Roman almost almost feeling angry at first at Sammy because he knows he's going to crack mm-hmm. is the greatest thing about it. Mm-hmm. And all the times Sammy doesn't Jay crack J- either. Sammy doesn't crack. Jay, at all. what? Sammy doesn't crack at all. Oh, Sammy doesn't crack at all. No, he's, no he's straight. Sammy did it. the best part. Absolutely, he just. Face. He stone faced it, yep. and whenever whenever he said Uzi again, well, first he said, "Is it because you're not feeling Uzi?" They looked at Sammy, he said Uzi, and Sammy was like, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> Just shrugged his shoulders, had a huge smile on his face, and like, then and then yeah. Roman was gonna say uh, something to to Jay, and like as far as like that whole when he when he finally composed himself, and then Sammy with a throwaway line that wasn't even on the mic, and if you if you notice Jay turn around and have to yeah, compose himself, he said, "We all feel that way sometimes." And then Jay looked. At, <laughs> Jay looked at him, and then turned to the other side, to the other camera side, uh, to the to the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Roman, Roman was like, "No, no, 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 no! no, no. no. You, you stay right here, right back right here." here. <laughs> yeah, just the whole the whole segment was just absolutely amazing. that part right there was one of the first moments where I saw sem- like a resemblance to The Rock, like the way he did oh, that, the Roman way he did, composed yeah. Roman per mm-hmm, se. Mm-hmm. The way he composed himself after that and then took Jay and was like, no, 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 no. you're going to stay right here. Right here. <laughs> we're like almost saying we're going to both crack together. Yes, yes. Like, <laughs> we're doing we're this. We're going down this right? road together. Yeah. Yeah. That was just absolutely incredible. And then Heyman taking the mic and uh, throwing it to commercial. <laughs> but uh, man, it was just absolutely hysterical. And, and seeing Jay crack with, with the character that he's and then and then Ray, Rain's threatening to take off the honorary part and just call him Sammy Uso um it was his point of trying to get him back into uh kind of seriousness but he, he even when he when when Heyman took the mic you saw him with the belts and you saw him like put his head down and just start smiling it was just the whole segment was just very funny if you haven't seen it please go watch it because it just it, it made my entire weekend <laughs> it was just very funny um if you haven't seen it and you're listening to the show what the hell's wrong with honestly you? what what are, uh, like what are you doing yeah, what are you doing <laughs> yeah what's going on uh, really quickly. Let's... I love this show as much as anyone else, but I mean, come on, like right. that was some of the best content that anyone has put out in wrestling over the past week and in a, a half. In a very, <laughs> in a very long time. Um, okay. Uh, really quickly. Uh, tonight for Dynamite, uh, your card. Let me see if I. I think I believe I have it here. Yes, I do. Preview for AEW Dynamite. We have. Uh, speaking of. <laughs> speaking of the aforementioned Billy Gunn, Daddy Ass and his birthday bash with the acclaimed. Look forward to that. Ah, Darby Allen versus Jay Lethal. That would be a good one. Uh, Soraya and Doctor Britt Baker sit down with Renee Paquette. Oh, we're gonna return. Wait, hold I'm on. Sorry. <laughs> Start over. Go ahead. Shit. <laughs> Come Listen, on. Next week, I think we should do this live. I think <laughs> there's a lot of things. I, got, yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have a to. lot of things happening. I apologize, but sorry, but not sorry. This is just the way Zoom works. I apologize. Go on. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sting, yes, is going to return. Yes, as he should. That's my prediction for that. Got it. Okay. <laughs> now he's just talking slower to see. Hopefully, it doesn't lag. Um, 
So Ray and Dr. Britt Baker sit down with uh, Miss John Moxley, uh, TBS champ Jade Cargill. <laughs> <laughs> Jade Cargill, uh, your TBS champion, taking on Marina Shafir. That one got me. Uh, sorry. Uh, your- Wait, Jade Cargill, Marina Shafir again? Again. Ugh. <laughs> See, that's not a good sign, man. That's not a good sign when you when we get the uh. No. Um, they're gonna get they're gonna get her to fifty and zero. I think that's what's what's what we're looking what we're looking at here. Uh, AEW, where's she at now? Like 41, 40? 38. I, I thought it would have been she like better start doing two days. Yeah, really. <laughs> if we can get uh yeah, we can get Dynamite and Rampage going on and just get her on bouncing back and forth, just like damage control on both shows. Uh, AEW All Atlantic Champion Orange Cassidy. Taking on Luchasaurus, taking on Ray Phoenix. I'm probably most excited for this match. I am a little scared. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you remember the last time Luchasaurus and Ray Phoenix were in a match together. Oh uh, yeah, we were not- didn't turn out well for one of them. We saw that live. <laughs> we did. I mean, well, hang on. No, we we were there. We, were we there. didn't see it live. Well, we saw we saw the bump because it was on the other side of the ring, but we didn't know why they were taking him out. Uh, yeah. Like like basically like carrying him out, and then until we went on Twitter and saw that the arm just snapped back. Um, Stephen went on Twitter. I want to point that out. I'll give him credit for that. One. Okay, sure. There you go. Shout out to Steven. Uh, let's see here. What else? What else? What else? What else? We have Chris Jericho, your Ring of Honor World Champion, which I, by the way, I'm, I'm people bitching and moaning on, on all the, the stupid marks behind me. I don't get it. Why, why did they give it to Jericho when we saw it live? Um, when he won the belt, uh, it, it's been great. <laughs> the whole thing, the whole lack of honor, uh, from your Ring of Honor champion has been great. He's, he's facing a former Ring of Honor champion. I mean, that could be, uh, Anyway, I, I'm hoping it's uh, who's who's the guy that? Uh, I mean, where I, are they? Where are they? Uh, well, let's, let's yeah. Go. Where's Dynamite taking place? I mean, it could be Claudio Castagnoli for all we know. Um, it could be. Let's see here. Where are we? Where are is this we? the Virginia one? <sighs> They're doing the East Coast again right now because it's going to end at full gear. Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah, Philly Baltimore is going to be uh, popping tonight. Yeah, it's going to be popping. Oh, and they're doing Atlantic City on Friday. And doing Atlantic City on Friday. Live. Live. Live, live, live. Which I was thinking about going to, but I have to go to a dinner. Uh, so there's that. Um, oh, and then and then your your main event with uh, John Moxley versus Baltimore. Lee Moriarty. <laughs> uh, a championship eliminator match, whatever that means. What does an eliminator match entail? Means if you beat the champion, mm-hmm. you get a title match for the championship. <laughs> that was redundant. Wouldn't you just beat the champion to be the champion? What are we doing? Why is this a thing no, in wrestling? You gotta. I guess yeah. By Ric Flair logic, in order to be the man, you gotta you beat, beat the man. man. But... So I beat the man. I should be the man. No. Uh yeah, I do understand it though. It's as stupid as interim. You gotta earn. You gotta earn a shot to beat. Well, listen, look at Bailey and, and Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. That's roughly the entire storyline of that entire. That's the backbone of that storyline. She has to beat the, the whole the, the basis of that storyline is that she pinned the world champion already. So now she's owed a title shot. Right. 
it's the same thing. You're just breaking the fourth wall. You're just going, hey, if this guy beats that guy, he gets a title shot. Okay. I mean, wouldn't you put the the number one rank and number two rank in that match, and then that's where you get it? Mm, that's a number one contenders match, right? And then you it's fight different. The then you fight the champ as number one contenders. It's different. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we have if this you- is it, but hang on. Let me let me <clears throat> let me put a, a an asterisk next to that. Sure. A Houston asterisk. Asterisk. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh If the world champion beats you, I believe you do go to the back of the line. Oh, is that how that works? I believe so. Whereas a number one contenders match, if you lose, let's say you're a number two rank going up against number one rank. Mm -hmm. If the two rank beats you, you just swap spots. Right. You're still, you're still number two. Right. And then when they lose, they go to the back of the line. Yeah. Now you're number one again. This is all very confusing. I should start watching wrestling more. Um, that's that's your card for tonight for for Dynamite. Uh, we have new champions as mentioned before in uh, for the women's division. We had uh, Alexa Bliss taking on Oscar. I'm sorry, Alexa Bliss taking and Oscar taking on Damage Control. Let me try that again. Um, which was a weird thing to kind of throw in there for your main event for Raw. But we have new champs. Uh, I did like the Trick or Street fight uh, with Riddle and Otis. I thought that was very funny, especially coming out as uh, the Chippendales from Saturday Night Live. Uh, Roman Reigns making his appearance, Triple H making an appearance uh, with having um, him stop the the brawl that was happening with Lesnar and Lashley. I, I enjoyed that. I was like a, a good fake uh, empty out the, the locker room kind of fight. Um, and that's, I mean, the, the main gist of the Monday Night Raw. Oh, and then also with uh, the, the secret with, <laughs> with Miz and uh, Dexter Loomis and Gargano, I thought that was that was pretty funny. Uh, so there's that. So Miz is paying off Dexter to look like uh, he needs to get hurt and, and can get out of matches. So there's that. And then finally, uh, your card for your Saturday premium live event. Um, and then also, How far is Delaware from Maryland? How far is Delaware from Baltimore? Uh, I want to say like... You go into Delaware before you go into Baltimore. Maybe like... Close enough, right? Half hour, forty-five minutes, maybe. Yeah. Where if some, where if let's say a Ring of Honor world champion who resides from Delaware shows up in Baltimore, kind of still a hometown type of feel, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Interesting. Very interesting. I lied. You know which Ring of Honor All right, so world I, champion? This, I'm sorry. So from like say Dover, Delaware to Baltimore, Maryland is an hour forty-eight minutes. Oh, two hours. That ain't bad. That's it's not bad. Right. How far is let's say well, that's, I don't uh, that's know far, Sandy Fork, Delaware? That is the far end. Type that in. That is the far end of Delaware too. So I mean, it could be closer. Say again. Sandy Fork, Delaware. Sandy Fork. Okay. Yep. Sandy Fork, Delaware. To Baltimore is two hours. <laughs> it's even further. All right, that ain't bad. That's not bad. Anyway, yes. Former Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion mm-hmm. Jay Briscoe. Oh, is from Sandy Fork, Delaware. The Briscoes. Yeah, right. that's why. That's I needed time to look that up. That's the oh, that's the one that came to my mind where I go. I know they're from around there somewhere. That'd be, that would be interesting. That'd be interesting. I let's just put it to you like this. I hope it's not Claudio. I hope it's. I don't want anyone from the Blackpool Combat Club to be honest. 
Okay. Unless it's a new member who is going to join the Blackpool Combat Club. I would be okay with that. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Like Ryugu comes out, introduces a new dude. Or it's just Moxley. That'd be that'd be dope. I think I've, I've asked this before. I'm asking. I'm going to ask this again. Is um uh, is Regal gay? Huh? Is William Regal gay? No. Not that I'm judging. I just I just want to know. No. Right. You silly little scrumptious. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I understand it. <laughs> you gorgeous little biscuit. Like he's he has a listen. You know some of my friends, right? right? I won't say any names for for you know professionalism purposes. You know some of my friends. Would uh, you consider them gay? Uh, maybe tendencies. Oh, it's your tendencies for sure, but not flat out. <laughs> Secret tendencies? Maybe. I Listen, I, again, I don't judge. I have many, many gay friends, and I love them all. Yeah, underlying I, tendencies, sure. <laughs> like maybe curiosities? Yeah. Like you're just They're like, prone to it. We'll prone put it to like it. that. <laughs> like if the opportunity was there, would they say no? Maybe not. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially that costume. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, full of dicks. Anyway. Going back to it, no, I don't believe William Regal is gay. Okay. I just believe, if I'm not mistaken, at one point in time, I believe the last time that Tony Schiavone and William Regal had an in-ring chemistry together, mm-hmm. he was more of a flamboyant character. Uh, Tony. I believe. No, <laughs> William. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just kidding. Um, okay. <laughs> Tony, imagine. That would be great. All right, let's go through. Is that earring on his right ear? Damn, that's old school. <laughs> old school. That's um, old school. <laughs> you always see, see. I'm not that young, dude. You always, I know that. Yeah, you see, you know that. You always check the side of the earrings back in the day. In the 90s, like, oh, wait, oh, what side is that on? Um, always. Always. <laughs> your card for uh, Crown Jewel, if it's still happening, uh, which, by the way, f- uh, not funny enough, but uh, ironically enough, on the <laughs> uh, Wikipedia page that they have the card on, right before the match card segment iranian iranian attack concerns <laughs> on november 1st 2022 the wall street journal reported that saudi arabia will maybe subject to a targeted attack by iran's islamic revolutionary guard corps here are your matches everybody so uh alexa bliss and Hoska, what time does this start uh 12 p.m eastern eastern fuck yeah right i don't know i believe so i hope so that'd be <laughs> awesome uh, fucking see. matinee, matinee ple. I'm down. <laughs> I am down. Uh, let's see here. Crown Jewel, 12 p.m. Eastern. Yep. 12 p.m. Eastern. Okay. So see, these are the times where I kind of wish I grew up on the on the West Coast. Pistol Pete. Like if, if if I was living on the West Coast, that'd be pretty cool. Not at 9 a.m. Start. Fucking 9 a.m. You, you wake up, wake up, uh, and there's wrestling. Click, <laughs> and, and all you, you you hear, you turn on your TV, and all you hear is damage control, and you go, mm. <laughs> no, "I'm kidding, I'm kidding." <laughs> wow, kidding. <laughs> wow. Uh, see, no, I like the 12 p.m. I like the 12 p.m. start because I get to have breakfast, I get to chill for a second, and then put it on. But, um, yeah, we start off with uh, Alexa. Well, not, again, this this is not the. Uh, with the asterisk card subject to change, but I uh, will go from, from took the words to right out of my mouth. Alexa Bliss and Asuka, your champions versus Damage Control, Dakota Kai and Neil Sky. I do believe Damage Control will take those back. Damage Control to uh, the three time the the very Usi, Jay and Jimmy, your champions taking on the Brawling Brutes in Rich Holland and Bush. I mean, come on! Congratulations, by the way. Well, I know, I know. Uh, congratulations, by the way, to uh, to Sheamus. 
Hence why he was written, yes. he was written off of, uh, of wrestling uh, because he just got married. And funny enough, he and had, do you see the United Nations all in, that's not it. The League of Nations <laughs> all in kilts was, hilar- was hilarious. So Drew McIntyre, Seamus, Claudio. Yep. And Miro. Yeah. That was, that's, that's a squad. That, that is a squad. <laughs> that, is a, that is an awesome squad. By the way, AEW, you're squandering Miro. What the fuck are you doing? Um, Bianca Belair champion versus Bailey and Claudio too for that matter at this point. Oh yeah, Claudio as well. Um, in the last woman standing match for the Raw Women's Championship, I believe Bailey will be the new champ. Bailey damage control taking over. Uh, uh Braun Strowman versus Omos. Uh, okay. Anything? Do you Oma- think the ring implodes? <laughs> I I I don't because it's right in the middle of the. They should if, if there was a case, they would have had this last. No, this is why I think the ring is going to implode. How do they put that ring back together if it implodes? This is why. Go ahead. Where is it taking place? In Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. And due to religious laws down there, what are they uh, religiously abided to do five times a day? Pointing towards Mecca. Pray. I believe. Don't please don't. I don't want to make any. Uh, yeah, you point. I think that's what it is. Yeah, uh, pray. Yes. Okay. That being said, That's the there is a five-minute break <laughs> in the middle of the program. Wow. Okay. So that they can pray. Wow. Which is why it's kind of feasible. But they've never done that in any of the Saudi shows. Are you saying now? Yes, because- they have. They just do promo packages. You don't realize in the middle of a Saudi show, there's just like, there's been like three promo packages in the middle of this for no fucking reason. Interesting. I've never thought look, about that. Look, really watch when, when you look next time. Okay. Because at that time, you, you probably t- put on the promo package that happens, and you go take a leak, get a beer or whatever. I mean, it's noon, so you know, get a burrito, I... and then you know go back. <laughs> Listen, I got a beer at 1 o'clock. <laughs> you could also have a beer and a burrito and at 1 o'clock. Burrito. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying. Also, burrito, first thing that came out of, <laughs> to my head, the other thing that I thought would be. <laughs> couldn't I couldn't. Okay. Beer and burrito. Beer I guess burritos. that's a combo. Let's do it. Crown Jewel, beers and burritos. I'll call it Mexican lunch. <laughs> in Saudi. Uh, in a steel cage match. Another five minutes uh, segment to set that up. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross. I don't I say because I thought Karrion. I don't know. Because Cross got it last time. I think McIntyre will get this one. I can see that. Um, I don't know. Uh, because you don't have that element of scarlet, I can get I can get behind that. Right, right, yeah. Uh, Brock Lesnar, unless you bust out the mace again through the uh, steel cage. Yeah, on top of the steel cage. Uh, Brock mm. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. You want to know really the way I think that's going to go? Mm. Four, four, Double four. count out. Really? <laughs> okay. They're just going to beat the dog piss out of each other. Mm-hmm. And then no the ref's going to count to 10, things over. Got it. Okay. That should stretch. That should not be a one and done. Uh, agreed. Absolutely agreed. And if you do, you give the first one to Brock. Absolutely agreed. Um, the OC, uh, AJ, Luke, and Carl versus Judgment Day with Finn, Damian, and Dominic with your wild card Rhea uh, on the side there. I think uh, judging by what you said earlier mm-hmm. with the premium, uh, I believe, no, just the regular live event mm-hmm. in Mexico mm-hmm. that happened, mm-hmm. uh, I believe Raquel Rodriguez will probably make her presence known mm-hmm. at some point. 
Is that and is that the female that Luke Gallows said that he she would Yeah. He would attain. I can see that. I can definitely see that. Yeah. Um I think OC needs to win this because they've kind of been on a skid since <laughs> the OC has debuted. Plus the visual of Raquel Rodriguez more than likely being taller than uh, Carl Anderson oh, and AJ Styles. Absolutely. <laughs> and then Luke Gallo just looking at her like, all right. All right. <laughs> yeah. The OC, I, you know what? I love it. The two of them are great. <laughs> I think I, I think they should get definitely get a push. Um, And then your, your main event, if you want to call it that. <laughs> Roman Reigns, your champion versus Logan Paul for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. And as you mentioned earlier glorified squash i agree with that yeah yeah roman reigns wins he retains i believe logan will get his moves in though mm. absolutely but i believe I think lights gonna, go out he'll get that lucky punch because they've, they've, that's all they've been talking about the lucky punch and then someone will pull a referee or kind of do a solo <laughs> sequoia to uh drew mcintyre situation oh no this is the way you do it logan's still a rookie technically right mm-hmm Rookie move. You have him punch him early on in the match, right? Mm-hmm. He gets knocked down, dead weight, rolls out of the ring. <laughs> so you do understand what Logan Paul's punch could do, and then he's just waiting outside the ring. Logan's trying to get him up, all that stuff. Right. By the time he would get him back inside the ring and pin him, you know, you can stretch it to a two count if you want. You can have Roman kick out at one, but there will be a close call, I'm telling you. Okay. I still wholeheartedly believe lights go out, Bray comes out. Uh-huh. Okay. Or not. Maybe it's Uncle Howdy. Who knows? Uncle Howdy. Oh, by the way, uh, two things. So, Uncle Howdy, uh, rumors oh, out yes. online. Yes. Uncle Howdy, rumors online. I have, I have two quick things here. So, that that's your card for uh, uh, Crown Jewel. Uncle Howdy with the earring, cross ear, the cross earring that was shown on his left ear. Yes. Yes. Similar to Barry Bonds. And, and uh, one brother of... Said Mr. Rotunda. Yes. In Bo Taylor Dallas. Rotunda. In Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be. I have something else. Oh, what was your other thing about that? Oh, I mean, this is uh, totally non wrestling related. Go ahead. Do, do your thing. Okay. Mine is wrestling related technically, but all this is outside of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you know that Bray, Bray Wyatt, <laughs> Wyndham Rotunda, uh-huh. has an uncle? Right? Sure. His uncle's name mm-hmm. is his namesake. Do you know anybody in wrestling who would have the name Wyndham? Barry? Barry Wyndham, apparently, is Bray Wyatt's shoot uncle. Yes. I, did you know that? Well, I knew because his his father is his brother. <laughs> his, I didn't know that. Bray's father. Bray's real I didn't father. know IRS and Barry Wyndham were, Related, were yes. brothers. brothers. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. So... Uncle Howdy visually looks like a version that Barry Windham used to go as, known as Stalker Barry Windham, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. Right? Hair, facial hair, all that such. Mm-hmm. If you go back and look up pictures of the Stalker Barry Windham, I believe it will come up, and it looks somewhat similar to the mask that we have as Uncle Howdy, <laughs> which would make sense as to the whole uncle thing. So... <laughs> As the, it, it it actually does. So as the stalker, I mean, this is gonna be hard to see on on camera here. Nope, with my fuzzy. There we go. See, like he's yep. got. Yep. Can you see it? Yeah. 
See, it looks somewhat like that. He's got the mustache. And the top hat is the top hat refers to the Mad Hatter thing he did with with the with uh, the fiend and and all that shit. Mm. Always connects shit. The what that see I I don't know if the earring is supposed to be them saying that this Uncle Howdy character is Bo Dallas, mm. or if this is just making reference to Bray Wyatt's real life brother, who just so happens to be Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas. And that which is what the last thing we saw him in. Right, right. I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm all for everything that that uh, Wyatt is doing. I think it's, I think it's genius. Um, my last thing. Uh, I don't know if you've been following. <clears throat> back to uh, football here. Uh, I don't know if you've been following this whole thing with Dan Snyder and him having secrets with uh, NFL owners. He said if uh, they're going to come after him, that he'll divulge whatever. Uh, well, they, yeah, he has on him. He's heel Batman of the NFL. He really is. Um, reports. He just knows how to take everybody down. <laughs> to, but reports, uh, breaking news: Dan Snyder hires Bank of America Securities to explore selling the Commanders. Wow! Can you rename the team, please? <laughs> the Commies? No, you don't like the Commies. The, oh, the Commanders. No, no, no. I do love the chant, though. Have you heard the Commanders chant? No, is what's up? We are Commanders. Bum ba dum bum 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 bum. <laughs> Okay. That's not true. That's something <laughs> Pat McAfee made up, and it's just funny to fucking say every time you hear Commanders. <laughs> commanders. It's such, a, it's such a weak name. The Commanders released a statement Wednesday saying that the owners Dan and Tanya Snyder have hired Bank of America Securities to consider potential transactions involving the franchise. Get them out. Get them out. Get them out. So the Denver Broncos, I believe, sold to Robson Walton, who is of the walmart family mm. uh which uh, i'll be honest with you i didn't know what walmart stood for until i saw like a graph of the richest people in america mm -hmm. and i was like who the fuck is this walton person and then eventually time goes on and then you go now who the fuck are these four different walton people that are also at the top <laughs> it was wild yeah somehow the patriarch walton was the richest person in America at one point, and then he died, and his kids all eventually became four of the richest people in America. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. One of those kids being the brand-new owner of the Denver Broncos. That team sold for $4 billion, I believe. That's insane. So what is the Washington commies going to go for? Yeah, I know. By the way, I want to point this out. I don't think the I think, uh, I think he's gonna make Washington football team merch mm -hmm. and the Washington Commanders merch has been doing well because I may or may not have heard reports of uh, a lot of the old team name being on a lot of jerseys at the Indiana Indianapolis Colts game that happened last week or two weeks ago. Huh. Last week. Yeah. Oh. A bunch of what people would consider racist uh graphics old. on jerseys hmm. <laughs> old names at at the indianapolis colts game hmm. so oh boy nobody likes the commies huh no but well i mean this is america <laughs> nobody even like commies ever uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no nobody likes the commanders or commies that play football got it right. no nah, people don't like commies that play football hmm. american football that's that is uh, I'm sure other com I'm sure commies have played, you know, I'm sure. football. <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm gonna start calling it that. Commies. Think they're gonna get pissed? 
What, the commies? You think, no, 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 European football. What about it? Instead of calling it soccer, because you know that's something that they always bring up. They're like, what the fuck is soccer? What is soccer, right? Football's football. Right. It's like, right, I'm going to call yours European football. European How football. How about that, fucker? And, and we have American football. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. This is football. I'm going to call that oh, European football. Oh, right, right, right. Right, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like uh, you're just like Bailey. With like, she wants to call the, the women's championship belt just the championship belt. No, that was Rhonda. Bailey said the same thing, too. Really? Yeah, she was on record to saying that so we just call the belts the belts <laughs> instead of having. Don't remember that. But I mean, what's what's wrong with that? I I'm not saying anything's wrong with. I'm it. not I'm saying you saying are. I'm just saying I'm. I'm just it's saying, kind I'm of. Weird. But how? I guess if you just name it like the Raw and SmackDown Championship, but then you're raw. You could technically take the the women's your raw champion word out of there. I mean, we know they're women. We see their bad boobs. You got it. Yeah, we know the white on the belt. We know what it means. We know what it means. <laughs> We see a different color belt. We know the name. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> They're a champion. You got it. Um, that's it. That's all I got. Although I would just like to say women's champion. I don't like the Raw and the SmackDown. I want to go the other way. Take out Raw and SmackDown. Leave just the women's champion. Oh, you have the men's champion, women's champion. Yeah, but they have two belts. So, all right, that's the universal. Theirs is the global. Fuck it, whatever. <laughs> the global. <laughs> global championship wrestling. Um, that's. All I got. <laughs> that is all I got. Um, let's see here. Yeah, that's we got uh, Saturday's premium live event. We have tonight's uh, Dynamite. Is there anything else? And, and by the way, I'm I'm naming the show uh, the glitchiest show we've ever recorded. Uh, glitch in the Matrix. Glitch in the Matrix. This the glitchiest show we've ever recorded. Uh, anything else from you, sir? Um, yo, shout out to the fucking San Francisco 49ers, man. You got Christian they McCaffrey beat and all the of a dog piss out of the Rams. I've said dog piss way too many times for this fucking show, but yo, I loved watching that, you that get, fucking game. You on get Sunday. one Christian McCaffrey, and all of a sudden your your uh, your luck has changed. He had he is the first player since 1970 to ha- in his career to have a non a non quarterback to have two th- two touchdown throws of over 30 yards. He also Good. on Sunday had a throwing touchdown as a running back. He had a throwing touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and a receiving touchdown. <laughs> God bless. Wow. That was a hell of a trip. Christian McCaffrey. God bless the fact that Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan's father, used to coach Ed McCaffrey, mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey's father. And and it just so happens that Kyle and Christian used to throw the pigskin around when they were in their in their youth youth in their youths yeah. yeah when christian was a child and i believe at that point kyle shanahan was playing wide receiver at texas he's <laughs> like kid throw the ball to me <laughs> the second that christian mccaffrey showed up he goes you still throw like that <laughs> <laughs> i think we got a play for you have you ever heard of brandon iuke <laughs> yeah i have actually i have it <laughs> oh man yeah you looked that good for you yeah. Good now, man. knock on wood, I need him to stay healthy. I, we are just getting all of our fucking key players back, and they all have to be healthy. I think you you by week this week, so it's an automatic win. Yes, <laughs> I think you lucked Move out. Move on to week. I hate to see people get a uh, get hurt, but I think you lucked out with with uh, Jimmy G coming back in the fold, and I think you uh, you lucked out with this trade. What scares me is that we gave uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., who would have been the backup, who was a fucking beast. 
we traded him to uh, Miami for picks. Mm-hmm. And the issue with that is that his former offensive coordinator just so happens to be the current head coach in Miami. Mm. So that's going to be a little rough. Quick segue. Last thing. Do you know who Dan Soder is? If you tell me. I'd... Comedian? No. Have you ever seen Billions? I know of it. I haven't watched it. Okay. Never mind. Forget it. Basically, a stand-up comedian mm-hmm. who was a star in Billions and the head coach of the Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. knew each other since they were children. <laughs> oh. And I know. I heard of that, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> also, famously a 49er fan, so that was cool. Oh, there you go. In case anybody else yeah. watches Bill- Billions. Yeah. yeah. Watches say, Billions or, or listens to The Bonfire on Sirius XM. There you go. So we we got those three people out of the way, and now, <laughs> if that is there anything else that you want to put out there? No, I think we have all caught up. Oh my God, Hangman's concussion. <laughs> oh, oh Hangman. Yeah. Oh Hangman. That's right. Jeez. Yeah, man. It was uh, what was that two weeks ago? Yeah, that was fucking scary. Don't... And I didn't. I thought it was a work at first. Yeah, we. we... <laughs> So really quick, last last very very last thing we'll talk about. Uh, AEW Dynamite. We had Moxley versus Hangman Hangman, Adam Page, and uh, they were going for Buckshot Lariat and uh, Moxley. If I remember correctly, uh, got out of the way or he wasn't. I'm sorry, he wasn't going for Buckshot. He was in the corner running back towards Moxley. Moxley hit him with a clothesline, a clothesline, but his clothesline basically went to his like in its like upper chestal neck area. And yeah. give him a concussion. Yeah. Dude, what are we doing? I think it knocked him out. I don't know if that knocked him out or hit the way he landed knocked him out. Because um, you don't right, even yeah, notice true. it. Right, right, People right. think it's the landing. I don't know if it's the landing. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I, I Honestly, I think it was the hit. I think it was the actual hit to, to his head. Um, But they end, ended that quick. They had the uh, – no, no X's thrown up, but they had the you – know, Doc Sampson uh, <laughs> coming to the ring and um, yeah, uh, try to take a look at him, and it was like that was the end of the match, and so uh, uh, Dapper Yapper called it. But uh, yeah, that was that was some scary shit, and then and then immediately throw to Moxley to MJF, like it was just kind of yeah. I mean, what they had no choice; they had to do what you had to do to kind of <clears throat> go into what you were going to you know kind of play out. But they had to stretch that segment out because the match was supposed to go another minute or so. Um, yeah, that was scary. Scary shit. Which I'm glad we mentioned that MJF being power bombed, I think, is a farce. I mm. think it's a swerve that they're trying to put in to swerve us again. Yeah. Do you recall how Bully Ray was inducted or it came out that Bully Ray was the leader of the Aces and Eights? He was getting beat down by the guys for fucking weeks. Mm. And then they're like, oh, this is the leader, actually. Mm. Complete swerve. Mm. I think it's going along those lines. Okay. That's why I say I don't, if you go into it knowing that it's not a babyface turn and it's just like a smoke screen mm-hmm. to make it seem like he's turning babyface to then go kind of like a test run, like a trial run. Right, what right. would it be like if MJF was babyface? Mm-hmm. An actual babyface, not Cody Rhodes's, Cody Rhodes's friend that we know <laughs> is all going to turn heel on him at one point. Right, right. <sighs> do, do we want that though? Do we want an MJF babyface turn? Eventually, yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like his his greatest, a natural one, not a forced one. His greatest. You want to have the being, crowd behind him so much that when he does turn babyface, but his greatest gets his greatest asset is being a dick. But he all right was Stone Cold the nicest guy ever, or was he so much of a dick to the point where everyone loved him and he still did the same shit? So that even though he was a dick, kind of, hmm. he was still portrayed in a good light. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Huh. Interesting to think about. It is very interesting to think about, and we have a week to do so. Thank you guys so very much for getting through the glitchiest episode ever. We thank you guys. Hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends. We thank you guys so very much for listening. Good to be back. Mr. Joe Black, sir, it's a pleasure. See you next week. Go Phillies. The Sons of Slam Podcast. 